welcome to episode 16 of the Hawkcast. Wasn't sure if we were going to start with the stats here, but we're going to give them a go. Our guest today, he's played 16 games for the Hawks. He's scored 141 runs with a high score, over a third of them coming from uh, one innings of 49. Uh, he's definitely a club favourite, and we're stoked to have him staying around this season. Welcome, Richard Dickey Sen. Welcome, Dickey. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. You looked excited to hear those stats. Yeah, I know. It's not pretty <laughs> Well, look, I'll jump in because I don't want to stitch you up straight away, but we have found some stats from the previous season, uh, so 2018 from back home. And just for everyone out there, Dickey did come over with some promise. In that 2018 season, he played 21 games. He scored 751 runs with a high score of 124, not out. Average an, of 41. An average yeah. of 41. So he came over with plenty of promise. Um, yeah. But look, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into We'll, we'll get, we'll get into, into that. Uh, I guess, um, well, first of all, obviously, it's great to have you back here for a second season. Uh, you obviously must be loving it if, you, if you're not going home. Yeah, yeah it's great, Chris. I'm loving it so far. Boys, since I landed, they're brilliant, you know, really supportive. Took me in straight away. Yeah. So that was a straightforward decision to try and stay here longer? Um, I definitely, when I came over here, I was like, well, I realised I was loving it. You know, like, life's real good. It's a nice place. Um, so yeah, I was thinking I was maybe going to do a TAFE course out here. So I was thinking I want to stay a bit longer, maybe study out here because over here it's a lot easier to get friendships and trades a lot bigger. Mm. So I was like, all right, trying to extend my stay. TAFE course is perfect. And yeah, I was going to go home for about three months, mm. but then obviously Corona ruined all that. I was supposed to fly out two days like before the borders got shut. Wow. So I had to change all my plans, stay here. Yeah. yeah. It's worked out. It's not the worst place to be stuck. Yeah. So <laughs> what's on your radar, TAFE-wise and whatnot, like, or uh, trade-wise? Doing a heavy diesel mechanic course. Um, don't know what the end goal is. Want to maybe get into boats. Mm. Um, Grew up kind of around boats, so yeah, I love it. And how is the family back home? Yeah, is everyone's that, good. Yeah. Everyone's real good. Yeah, kind of. Everyone's getting a bit annoyed with the kind of situations, as you can imagine. But hopefully, it's on the rise, on the better. So. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go back a little bit, Dicky. Take us back, mate. Where were you born? Uh, where'd you grow up? What, what was? Who's in your family? What's family life like? Uh, I was born in Llandrisant in Wales. I grew up in Pontclean. Um, went to school, uh, signed up to the middle school in Cardiff. Uh, yeah, family-wise, dad, mum, sister. Uh, dad's a big part of me playing cricket mm. since I could walk, bat in hand, throwing <laughs> a ball in the garden all day, every day. Don't know how he didn't get sick of me, but yeah, that's how it was. Um, yeah, pretty active family. Um, mum's into a lot of running, bit of a health freak. Um, <laughs> Yeah, grandparents, great-grandparents, and lots of holidays. And you, you are a proud Welshman, I know. Like, I am. You, you don't like being called English, is no, that right? that's my pet peeve over here, and I'm, I'm sure people do it intentionally. <laughs> like, oh, so how's it back in England? <laughs> well, you, you were, you're being very clear today. You've got a Wales shirt on. and uh, Yeah, well, because I know we, we did group you generally with Gus being the other yeah, home, but, uh, but yeah, you made it very clear that mm. you, you two were in separate... Get it straight from day one. You know, but, yeah. What do you think is what's the biggest difference between um, a Welshman and, a, and an Englishman? That's a good question. Um, it's hard to put the finger on because you know, country-wise, it's not that different. But I think England being like a bigger country as a neighbour, you know, 
traditionally beaten us in sports, beaten us in a lot of things. You know, it's this kind of like that competitive yeah, rivalry. Yeah, big brother kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always, always feels sweet when you beat England. Yeah, oh, for so, sure. Yeah, some of that. Uh, and so you you had cr- cricket like I guess in your blood straight away. Did you play like juniors like when you were five or something, or when when did you sort of start playing proper cricket? I don't I know what age I was. I, I know I was young. Started St Fagans Cricket Club. The cricket club's opposite my grandparents' house, so it's easy. Um, yeah, it's a good cricket club, successful cricket club. But when I was at the junior section, it wasn't that good. It wasn't as it was not as it is now. Mm. So literally practicing in like a concrete net, no actual side nettings, just, you know, real. And, you know, the coaches, kids didn't really want to be there, you know. So I first got into rep cricket, so I started playing for County, and all the boys there were playing for Cardiff, Cardiff Cricket Club. Yeah, the facilities, I went down there, facilities were so much better, coaches were so much better. So it was just kind of an easy decision for me to go across to there. Mm. So can you try and explain to our listeners um, the county system over there um, is it a tough rep pathway to get into or do they have a big catchment? Do they take a lot of young promising cricketers and, and get them into the academies? Or uh, Yeah, it's pretty tough to get into. I mean, don't get me wrong, Wales, there's a lot less to choose from than the likes of Yorkshire, Nottingham, you know, all that kind of stuff. But generally how it works is you get selected as a junior. You play for junior county side. So for me, I play for Cardiff and Vale juniors. Um, but say if you're in England playing for Yorkshire, yeah. you play for you know Yorkshire under 15s or something like that, yeah. and you go all the way up, and then that normally gets to about under 17s. Then you start going into the academy. So say where um, Glamorgan Academy, which is the county in Wales. Then if you play well for Glamorgan Academy, play for twos, Glamorgan mm-hmm. twos, which is then senior career. Yeah, and then play well for twos, go to ones, that kind of. So it's kind of a natural progression, mm-hmm. but there's a big difference between getting in that academy and being, you know, under, in the junior. Sure. So there's a big step up. Yeah. And if you had have stayed there, was, would the academy be something you would have tried to push into? I always wanted to do that. Like, it was always a dream for me. And I felt I had a decent season with Wales the last year. But I think it was always a, just a little bit out of reach for me. Yeah. Um, realistically, obviously, I'd love to, but... I don't know, just a bit too far, I reckon. Mm. You, you did uh, get to play with some, you know, obviously some decent talent coming through. Tom Benton. So you played with or against Tom Benton? Yeah, so, a uh, long Tom time Benton. ago, yeah. Oh, like, well, I mean, obviously, probably not many people here knew Benton until mm. last summer when he came out for the heat. It was a sensation for the heat and the yeah, big bash. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, you played against him when you were fairly young, did you? Yeah, I think I was playing 15, so he would have been a couple of years older than me. So we played their school, and in England... Like private school cricket is like a very very good standard, mm. um, and he was playing for Taunton at the time, and yeah, you can just see different class on the pitch. Like yeah. I remember him just smacking us around everywhere, <laughs> playing all the exotic shots that he used to. You know, I remember that pretty clearly. So yeah. what's that like then? Seeing him come out here and dominate in the big bash on like on the TVs and everything? yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. I mean, no showing, knowing that you shared a field with him, you know, and different players like in other private schools. I remember, I can remember about six or seven people just in that one team who now play for England 19s, mm. they'll play county stuff. So, you know, it's a, it's a real competitive standard of cricket and obviously these kids, but in the private schools, the level of coaching mm. that they have is so good. Like, it's crazy and pretty much all the pros will go through that. So, like, so Joe Root went to big private schools. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of have to go through that 
Yeah, to get to it's world. it's interesting, and I've heard a bit on the, the coverage recently talking about um, Jofra Archer and talking about how the majority of those England players they're they're locked into the system from when they're like twelve or thirteen, yeah. and the, you know they have that pathway all the way through, and then yeah, it's very rare for someone to sort of come out of nowhere. And, and come into the setup. Well, I mean, it is, isn't it? You, you look at the amount of international players England have had over sure. the years, like Pearson's trots, you know, Strauss's even. I don't know, I was speaking to Dave the other day and it bugs him a lot. Like, just over a pub lunch, he keeps going on about it. So, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, Stokes even. Yeah, yeah Kiwi. Uh, but so. at least he sounds English. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how those, they always seem to, you know, be a little bit countercultural. those players when they come in as yeah, well. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose they don't play the traditional. Yeah. You like, looks Pearson. Yeah. Redevelop the player, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, <laughs> did you have? I'm always interested to, to ask, like, was there a favorite player, favorite cricketer growing up that someone that you really sort of attached yourself to? I always looked up to Sankara, yeah. So, right. being a keeper, left hand bat, you know, you can't really choose better yeah. than Sankara, the Amazing. way he just cover droves with you know, covers that's just so oh. good to watch him bat, keep. One of the best. I uh, always, I think with Rooley as well, like say that like, I think he's better than Tendulkar and stuff. In my opinion, mm-hmm. like he's, I think he's underrated. Mm-hmm. Sangakara, yeah, just he's, an he's incredible. Good, like even towards the late years of his career when he played for Surrey, mm-hmm. scoring so many runs, like yeah. double hundreds, and like just, just class. Yeah, so good. Your development uh, as a player, did you? Were you always quite successful, um, or did you did you have to battle a little bit to, to get selected in certain teams and things like that? Um, yeah, I did. To get into the Wales team, I wasn't selected at first. I had a few years before I was able to get in there. So this is the this is the under seventeen yeah, Wales, Wales national side. Yeah, so it covers the whole of Wales. So first of all, how you play well, how you get into Wales is either from juniors county. So Wales goes from under twelves up to about under 17. Yeah. So if you play well for junior county, you'll then go into Wales. Or if you're maybe under 15s, you'll play for the first team for yeah. a club, which yeah. is like Premier League cricket, mm-hmm. which is a real good standard. And then you'll get selected into that as well. Yeah. So yeah, I had to battle a fair bit. And so um, what was your pathway? My pathway was scored runs for my club. Mm-hmm. And then they, like I always say, if you score big runs at a decent standard, they can't really... Send you out of the picture. Yeah. So that's what I tried to do because, I mean, it was always my thought that coaches will pick who they want to pick, you know. And it was a fact that a lot of the Wales selectors came from one club. Sure. And, you know, you don't want to make excuses, but you yeah. got to think, what's, you know, what's going on there? Yeah. But yeah. Eventually, I think as you get to the older years, 15, 16, 17, the best teams normally picked. So regardless mm. of where you're from. Yeah. And where did you did you go play in a, in a in a tournament with that with that Wales side or who were you playing against? We toured England, not in one yeah. go, but throughout the summer we went up to Middlesex, Nottinghamshire, Warwickshire. Mm-hmm. So some pretty good players who are now playing England nineteens and stuff yeah. like that. So you're playing county side, junior county side. Yeah, sides? junior county side. So yeah. we're playing pretty much the best of that age group. What the best of that age group yeah. in the that county in the county if they're not playing for like adult county second team mm, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And quite, were you, did you enjoy that time playing for Wales? Were you quite I loved successful? It. I, I loved it. I thought, and I still, I've had discussions with people here. I still reckon that was the best cricket I've played, like, from a stand, my standard. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was the best that I've ever been then. Even, like, now, yeah. being two years older, yeah. I feel like I was the best I've ever been. And mm. 
people have said, no, you'll be better. Like, now you'll be better because you played more, but I don't know. Yeah. Yep. I just have a feeling. Yeah. Don't write yourself up. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> trying to do that. I'm not trying to do that. But you know when you play a lot of cricket at yeah. high standard for a season, you know, you just got to be better because you played so much cricket. Yeah. So, yeah, so. yeah, I'm interested to hear coming to Australia. Like we've had guys like uh, Jack Baird, Caleb, Ryan, uh, do the do the you know visit that the other way, going to England for a, for a period. What uh, was that always something you wanted to do? Come here to Australia, or was that something that just popped up out of nowhere? How, how did that come about? Um, for a few years, I wanted to come over. Um, it was always been a pretty popular thing back home. Mm-hmm. People come over for six months, normally just the season, and I've seen boys in my club do it come over here, just love it. Always come home like, oh, I don't know why I came home. Like, you know, <laughs> saying stuff like that. I love it so much. I literally haven't heard anything bad about going on the season playing cricket. So I was like, well, why not? If I want to go to uni, I'll get, you know, take a gap year, six months, go see what opportunities there are out here. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I did and decided to stay. Mm. So what, what, how, how did you get in touch with Helensville? I think, yeah. Well, take a step back. How did you choose the Gold Coast? Yeah. Um, one of my mates back home, name's Luke Cheshire, he... So he's from Perth, mm-hmm. and I was like, mate, I, I went to him, I was like, mate, where should I go in Australia? I don't know anything about Australia, where do I go? He's like, you're young, go to the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, right. Good advice. Yeah, yeah, real good advice. So I just went, literally, my, the way it was, went on Google, cricket clubs on Gold Coast, just all, all of them came up, sent him a message, yeah, Keane's playing, not looking for money, you know, Willing's coach all that and yeah. Ellensville was the only club that responded to me really out of all of Australia wow. was that Dave yeah Dave so yeah. Dave responded to me um, I applied to ones in Melbourne Brisbane I even went Adelaide mm-hmm. like yeah you know, and only club that responded wow Gus tells a similar story um, except yeah it, yeah same thing sent mm-hmm. out just went through sent out emails yeah, I, think that's the best way to go I had yeah. one in New Zealand, I could have gone to in Auckland. Yeah, but I thought, yeah, Gold Coast seems pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, was there was there any sort of, I guess, apprehension, or um, were you a bit nervous about coming over? Because um, a young man still leaving home and, and going on this big adventure. No, of course, it was a mixture of anticipation and excitement. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know anyone over here. Of course, I traded messages with Dave and that, but I'd never actually met anyone in Australia. So going to a country where you literally don't know anyone. It was always a bit, you know, nerve-wracking, but at the same time, first time leaving home, can't wait, mm-hmm. big adventure, and yeah, I'm still, I'm still loving it, so. So, yeah, you, you came and you got picked up, was it Dave that picked you up from yeah, the airport? Yeah, and, airport. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think you stayed at this house for a bit before moving on to the Goodwins. Yeah, so, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, that was, it was real good of him. So he's like, couldn't find you anywhere to stay for a moment. Come stay mine. He so. gave you a bit of initiation of getting you up to speed uh, on the Aussie yeah. drinking culture too. <laughs> but it didn't help that my first day here was a rained off Saturday game. Yeah. And they just tried to make me fall asleep under the bar. So they just kept, I kept on sitting. I was like, no, I'll pay for a drink. They were like, no, you don't pay. You just kept on feeding me. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I don't think I've regained that kind of form since. So <laughs> I was pretty good. Um, and uh, I guess... So cricket-wise, so did you come, I can't actually remember, did you come straight into the ones or the twos? Or what? I came initially because they had no idea what my cricket was like. I played, I was supposed to play threes that Saturday game, but I got called off. Um, after my first net session, they were like, right, open for twos, um, see how it goes. And obviously, you know, it wasn't the most up, uphill from there. So, yeah. I, I guess people could see, though, that 
like everyone can see in the nets and stuff that you can bat and uh, mm. what went wrong though do you think like because you obviously have the ability but you've got the background what, that's a good question I've been asking that to myself a fair bit um, I don't really know I think and the frustrating part was I know as a batsman you can't just lose it like that you know mm. mentally you can but ability wise you don't learn how to be a bad batsman like overnight mm. and I was still playing one of the nets so I didn't get I think it was it was definitely a mental issue rather than an actual uh, ability issue mm. like just losing confidence getting bogged down or? yeah definitely I think my first couple games I felt good I, I didn't feel like there was anything wrong and then I got some freakish dismissals got out on a lucky way two run outs three caught down leg side and then I think I kind of played myself into bad form, mm. like mentally and physically. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it was the first time in the season where I remember being at the crease and thinking, right, how do I not get out? Mm. Rather than how do I score runs? Where am I going to score runs? And that was the first time then I like, realised, I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm thinking like this, mm. you know? Well, it's the first time I've ever... So yeah, it was a big learning curve, definitely. Yeah. Do, was there... I mean, it's always going to be different, but was the... Do you think the conditions played into it at all, or maybe I, it must have done? But I don't know. I mean, there's definitely more bounce, but I wouldn't say the pitches are a lot quicker or a lot. Mm. I like. I would love to blame conditions. Don't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to, but I think a lot of it is just. Uh, it's hard to put a finger on yeah. because there's so many little things that go into playing a good shot. Like you know, having the confidence, seeing it early, mm. and when. You're thinking, oh no, you, you played drive snipped off the game before. Mm. You know, you're just hesitant, hesitant. and yeah. I don't know, it's just I don't know where the conditions played a part. It might have done, maybe the heat played a part, I have no idea. But. Yeah. Stand, standard pretty similar to what standard you faced pretty similar, before. yeah. So the standard for the ones back home, I'd say they're pretty good, pretty yeah. pretty similar from the ones here. Um, but the difference is twos back home is a big drop off, whereas uh-huh. here the twos aren't as much of a drop-off. Like obviously, yeah. there's a standard difference, but it's not like a golf, whereas back home, you can play twos and you know, never make the playing ones. against 14-year-olds who you know, yeah. haven't played a heap of cricket. So yeah. that was the biggest difference for me. Yeah. How, how much of a relief was... like I, I know 49, like you've, your guys made a lot of big scores and stuff like that, and third grade, you know, you'd slid down there, which isn't really where I, I guess you... you would probably see yourself playing, but how much of a relief is that just to get some runs on the board? It's definitely a relief. Like, after not getting 10 the whole season, like, you know, it's just it keeps just bugging in your brain. Just that when I got, I didn't even care about scoring big runs. Like, I just wanted to get that double figures. And it was a massive relief. Um, and yeah, everyone's like, oh, I was so unlucky getting out for 49. I was like, when you, deal, when you deal with getting out for nine all season, yeah. it's not an issue. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was, it was real nice just to be able to bat for not long periods, mm. but just to enjoy batting again. Mm. You know, it was, I suppose last season was the first time I've like, had to try and enjoy cricket without playing well, without scoring runs. Um, and that was a lot of stuff was off the field. You know, mm. the boys, if I hadn't have had as good as friends, it would have been a lot tougher mm. but because the social life is so good. And it was easier to cope with. Mm. Was there something about that 49 that uh, clicked for you or something about the day? Or No, I still didn't feel good the whole innings. Yeah. Like, I still felt like, oh, when am I going to feel in rhythm again? So, But, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to score runs that don't feel good. Yeah. You know, like, I'd, I'd take that 
if I feel bad and still score decent runs, that's a win for me. So. It's great to be chatting to our Welshman friend, Richard Dickey Sen. Um, we'll get back to him very, very soon. But for now, we're going to have a listen to last week's episode with former president and life member, Conrad Dixon. What I liked about it was the, the as soon as I put the announcement up on Facebook, the club went nuts, obviously, mm-hmm. which was great. But the members stepped up. Like I think everyone stepped up. I don't think I think that we had that many people turn up during the week. I remember we ran a meeting here in the clubhouse, and there was fifty people here, all putting their hands up to help. What can we do? Yeah, and it was I had to run a big session um, about it all, and then talk about all the different things we need to run over. And people put their hands up and did did everything. It was just great. And on the day, the morning of, I mean, Justin Elms and, and Turtle, they stepped up. I mean, Justin Elms was running around the clubhouse, mowing the hills and making sure everything <laughs> yeah. was tidy. He said he took the week off, I think. Too. Yeah, he pretty <laughs> much did. Like, yeah. you know, he was great. And um, so some of the other guys were as well. I can't remember, I can't remember everyone, I'm sorry, but there was that many people that stepped up. And the day itself, and then on the day, we had that many members rock up, helping up, setting up tents and everything. And then there were about 2,500 people turned up and it was just an awesome day. And... That one was a fascinating chat, so make sure you go back and have a listen to it and our whole back catalogue of episodes. But for now, back to Dickie. So, so how, how, are you, how are you feeling at the moment? Like, you feel like uh, you can, 2020, 2021 can be a hopefully a much better season? Like, you, you feel like you've been able to make improvements or adjust something or just... Set a, set a clean slate and start again? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I think like the season's behind me. Yeah, I'm focusing a lot more on keeping this season, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't realise how much I missed keeping last season until you know I was standing the field thinking, wow, this isn't... I'd so much rather have gloves on. And, but yeah, this season, focusing on keeping, you know, just do my job with the bat. If I don't start off well, you know, that's why I'm going to try and keep in another avenue that if I like keep well... Yeah, it's a bit of a mental relief. Really yeah, for sure, yeah. and like another way you can contribute. That's uh, yeah, I can that's, t- totally get a, that. As a batsman, doesn't bowl when I'm not keeping. If you don't bat well, you know you feel like, well, what am I doing? Mm. Like to the team. So at least if I keep reasonably well, and my batting comes into form, then I'm all the better. And wicket keeping is something you always did growing up. Anyone yeah. Else? Well, I've done it. I've done everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I, do as a some, yeah, yeah. At some point, I was a leg spinner, off spinner, medium <laughs> pace, like you know. Yeah. But yeah, keeping's been one thing I've like constantly stuck with, uh, just because naturally I find find keeping probably easier. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think I've always got selected in teams for keeping. Right. Um, so you were the keeper in the under seventeens, the Welsh side. I, part of the season. But mainly, I was just opening bat for that season yeah. when, when I used to be able to bat. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's keeping for me. It's quite a big thing for cricket. It's probably other than batting. I love cricket. I love keeping the most. Mm-hmm. I think. We had written down the question, favourite thing from last season, but I get the feeling that was all more off-field sort of stuff and that enjoying that culture and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, there's not a whole lot of positives to take on-field, but. Um, I think even when you're not playing well, to be able to come back to the club afterwards, have a good time, f- kind of forget about it, mm. and the boys just not care that you haven't played well, you know, well, still have a good time, is, it's quite important, and I don't think it would have happened back home, because mm-hmm. 
the social life here is so much better and everyone comes back to the club afterwards, which is, you know, completely different to the club back home. Mm. Is that because you don't have a clubhouse or the culture no, is just, yeah, just we, the culture's just different? I mean it is it helps here that the clubhouse is kind of in the middle of Helensville. Yeah. Whereas back home we're out of the way. It's like kind of a ten minute drive from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So who's gonna go out of the way to drive all the way out their way just to go home? Yeah. Not many people do it. So that's what I uh I think the first time I really got to kind of meet you, I guess, was at, at the trivia night and uh, at the early season yeah. trivia night and you know, with you and Gus on the table and it was quite funny. Uh, but uh, I did always enjoy a bit of banter between the two of you, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Was there a nice little sort of rivalry there as the Welsh Yeah, members? it was. It was all jokes and that. But, uh, yeah, it's quite funny. He gives me a bit of stick. I give him a bit of stick. Um, it was always so depressing when he started scoring me. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, because he is, well, it was, in, it was incredible. Because, yeah, like, I mean, you, yeah. you you looked great in the nets and you were struggling to get runs on the Saturday and he looked horrible in the nets. <laughs> like, I was like, this guy can't be playing second grade. And then he'd go and make like a 50. Yeah. And like, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah was... then I'm, I'm still... <laughs> sorry, sorry to rub that in. <laughs> still don't understand it. Yeah. No, he's, no, he's a good bloke. Yeah. yeah. And it must be nice to have someone, I guess, who was going through a similar experience in terms of left their home, you know, yeah. similar age. It's nice. I think the cultures from UK to here are pretty similar, but, you know, someone who's from the UK is definitely nice. Last nice mm. thing I'd say. First season out there as well. Mm. Yeah. Should we uh, get into some? Well, we've got a segment for banter here, set aside because <laughs> because of uh, more a bit of like uh, oh, England versus you know Australia, kind of the great rivalry. Yeah, well, we'd um, love to, I guess, get Wales. your your thoughts on. Um, sorry, sorry, I've done it again. Uh, <laughs> Wales and England, England and Wales cricket board. Yeah, yeah. Versus, yeah. Yes, so yes, if um, we talk about cricket, we can talk about them combined, surely. Yeah, the but, I mean, there's not a whole lot of Welsh represent. Bairstow, who's the... Is he not? Is there any, any Walsh? No? Not at the moment. But, but you still follow England, do you? No? Yeah, you I mean, I, I do. Oh. I, I support... Who are you supporting? I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I do support India. Right. Yeah, so... The my earliest, my <laughs> earliest memories... So, I've got Indian heritage going okay. back. Um, my earliest memories of cricket was watching Tendulkar bat with my dad, who's an Indian sporter. So I was like, from then on, it's just kind of been in the family. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. That's interesting. So, you know, is that something you want to do one day? Go to India and I'd like, love to go. Yeah, oh, I'd yeah. love to go with my dad, especially. He's never been. He's half Indian. He's never oh, been. Wow. So, yeah. That'd be yeah. I, do you have a Do you have an IPL team? Are you being before the IPL match? I've always liked RCB, but that's just because they had like Brat Coley, Chris Gale, Amy <laughs> Davidian, so many runs. Yeah. But yeah, I do love watching RPL. So, so just to confirm, you'd go for India if they're playing England? Yeah, every time. Okay. What, about, what about Ashes series, England and Australia? <sighs> Who do you support? I have to admit, last Ashes series, I supported Australia. Well, I feel now, because I've moved out here, I'm starting to support England more and more. Which right. is weird. I feel you do get a bit more patriotic. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're away. When, when you leave home, I yeah. suppose. Okay. Yeah, which is what I found anyway. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, let's get your predictions. Who who wins the next Ashes series out here? Out here? Yeah. Australia. Yeah. Well, I mean, Easily. You, I you mean, guys can't even beat West Indies. I say you guys. Can't even beat. Aus- oh, what was the last Ashes? Australia. There was, we retained, so it was a draw, technically. Oh, yeah. Draw series in. But out here it was four. It was four nil. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a draw in the Ashes? Yeah. It was a drawn series in England. Yeah. Yeah. Gilly's like the 
fanatic for yeah, no, I, so I just remember Australia and Steve Smith dominating. Yeah. Like, mm. like, if yeah. you've got Smith in the team, yeah. he's a freak. What about, do you, rate, do you rate the new generation of the test pace attack in England? Archer, cool. yeah, Wood, yeah. Well, well, what's know, it, because there's okay. a bit of a handing over the baton, like you know, Broad and Anderson is sort of getting yeah. phased out a little bit. And, yeah, I mean, it's promising. I don't. There's definitely a lot of good pieces coming up from County, mm-hmm. but it's whether you know you see like the highlights from yesterday, Anderson and Broad still bowling, so yeah, well. still, oh, still bowling so well. But there's definitely, I don't think there's as much skill. Mm-hmm. Like there might be outright pace, like you have Wood, mm. um, Archer, but the skill that Anderson and Broad have. But it's in England where mm. I reckon Wood and Archer could be a threat out here. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, it would be good to watch. But Australians love pace kind of a ball, so. Yeah, well, that's the knows. thing as well, right? Yeah. We do like to put up some pretty batting friendly yeah. conditions, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I, I prefer watching cricket in England. At least yeah. you're going to get some wickets. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I suppose it's what you like in cricket. Like whether you like big runs mm. and score or wickets. Yeah. Uh, other sports, uh, so are you a football man? I'm a football man. I I support. I love watching football. I don't necessarily have a particular team that I go for, but I love just watching uh, Premier League football back home. Yeah, right. FIFA. <laughs> me. Yeah, I love it. Do like do Wales have much of a football kind of you yeah. know situation? Cardiff City, Swansea City. Um, oh, I mean on a national level too, like or. Oh like, yeah, we got to the semis of the Euros two years ago, I think, right. which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, We've got a couple of good players, um, but yeah, a couple of young players coming up, hopefully. But I don't think we've made a World Cup for a while. Oh, okay. So <laughs> not as good as Australia. Then. No, <laughs> not a while. I, I reckon Wales would be Australian now. Ooh, I reckon. Ooh, Fighting words. Uh, uh, what about your time here in Australia? Is there anything you uh, struggled with initially, maybe with the, the accent or Aussie slang or things that you didn't understand? Yeah, Aussie slang was a big one. I remember um, Harry, like, the day of being here texting me and he's like, oh yeah, too easy. I was like, what does that mean? I was like, I was like I've never heard that phrase in my life. But yeah, that was funny. But I struggled initially with the heat. Mm. Um, I was pretty ill mm. first. I mean, jet lag, it didn't yeah. help that. <laughs> Your when first I was, day here. Oh uh, yeah. That's, Nutrition wasn't probably that. Yeah, that didn't help. Problem. But like I was trying to sleep and all my mates, my phone was buzzing off at night because it's that day and you know, I just... Kept going on my phone. I was thinking I shouldn't be going on my phone. <laughs> Jet lag and all that. But yeah, anything I kind of ate kind of came back up because of the heat. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I really wow. struggled with the heat at the start. But I, no one else has seemed to have that issue. But, <laughs> so um, if you if you talk to like mum and dad or uh, or anyone back home, like do they say like you've got a bit of Aussie like accent coming through or is that? Well, I mean, I, I I obviously can't hear it because you know you still sound uh, <laughs> yeah Welsh. British, I yeah, was going to yeah, say, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, no one's noticed you picking up any of that. No, thankfully no one said that. I think. <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> I, know, if, I can't see myself losing it quickly anyway. Like, I mean, maybe if I end up staying here for the rest of my time, mm. I might end up having one, but mm. who knows? I mean, is 19 when you move out of 19? Yeah, I know, accent, locked in, so yeah I know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Exactly. Have you, um, you've had some chance to do some travel around Australia? Kind of. I haven't done a whole heap because it was more me coming over and then I right, get a job and now I'm living here, not like a tourist. Mm. I've gone further north. I've got, I went solo camping up in Caboolture. Is mm-hmm. it Caboolture? Yeah. Interesting choice. And then yeah. I went, I've been camping down at uh, Brunswick. 
No. Um, Walleye. Yes. 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 Sam and Dave. That was good. So that's about the furthest north. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got you got plenty more. So I've got so much to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go anywhere crocodile territory. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not heading up there. You got. You got to like. I want to see like. Northern Territory, come yeah. on, like no, Kakadu, so there is, yeah. but yeah, and I, I tend to avoid experience. water at all costs, right? Like, oh. apart from swimming pools. So you don't like the beach? No, I don't like sand. <laughs> Why? Yeah, people get into a lot of this. It's just something I don't like. You know okay. when, when, when you have wet feet and then you step in sand, yeah, and it just goes everywhere. <laughs> you know, like it goes in your toes, it goes, you know what I mean? And, and then you see some mad people actually putting shoes on. Yeah, and the sand in your shoes. Or flip flops or something yeah. like, or thongs. It's great. You know, I don't, I cannot get over right. that. Like, have, you gone, have you gone to the beaches here though? Not for a while. But you, you did go. I, I went initially just, and that's when I remembered I didn't like sand. Have you put your foot in the Pacific Ocean? Yeah, I've been okay. swimming. That is I awesome. went in the broad water. That doesn't. Oh, that um, sort of counts. I in a closed off area. Yeah, I mean, I may have been done in Walleye, like just literally dip my foot in. Yeah, um, right. but I'm not. I'm not. Doing uh, no, that's interesting. interesting. I went off. Actually, I went to North Stradbroke. Okay. Oh, with my family. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was yeah, quite yeah. nice. Yeah. So your family? Did your family come over here in yeah. the summer? Yeah, they yeah. came over here at Christmas, which is yeah. nice because the people I'm staying with, the Goodwins. Um, Rob's from England. So yeah, he yeah. went back over That's right. you guys to the like UK. Smoke. So yeah. literally, like they came out. I think they were thankful they weren't leaving a 19-year-old boy in charge of his house <laughs> for four weeks or so. That, that must be nice in a way. That like, I mean, obviously the Goblins have been awesome for you, uh, but like for, for to be able to connect, I guess, with Rob anyway, um, given that he has the English kind of well, British yeah, whatever no, Gives me a bit of stick for being Welsh. Always tries to. <laughs> if I'm having a stubby holder, he always gives me an England one. <laughs> yeah, they've been amazing. I don't think it would have been hard over here without you know the support they've given me. Like even rent wise, have been you know I don't know good. Yeah, not not charging me an extortionate rate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've helped me no end. Definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, I complain about the winter here, but I assume it's right up your alley. But it's not really winter. Like it's it's not. I'm I, I've I've not I've worn a jumper I reckon every day for the last four months. I don't I honestly don't get it. I step outside <laughs> and apart from the last couple of days which have been raining and miserable, mm. I've honestly not felt the cold. Like yeah. what's temperature now? Maybe eighteen, nineteen. Probably, Probably even warmer. Pretty cold. <laughs> <laughs> what but, about the mornings? Do you get cold in the mornings? Maybe, but I mean. It's quite refreshing, I think. It's not mm. sticky. It's not. Mm, that's but true. I don't think. Like I looked at the average temperature in summer so far, and it's seventeen degrees back home. Mm. Like, that's average <laughs> summer summer. temperature. Yeah. Yeah. And here, well, that's not even winter. Average right. winter nah, temperature. Yeah. It's like twenty degrees. Is average. <laughs> it is crazy. Like I cannot get over it. And I heard so many people like, "Oh yeah, you want to go home when it comes to winter? It's freezing." <laughs> Do you so do you have a plan how long you you're gonna be here? Or are you just gonna play it kind of year year by year or Yeah, not a set plan. I'm definitely here for two years doing my TAFE course. Mm-hmm. Um whether I then decide I, I assume within those two years I'll know whether I wanna stay here full time or not. Um, and if I do I'll go on to get residency or whatever it is. If not, go home. I'll definitely come back regardless of whether I stay here full time, but I like the idea of getting residency just because I'll be in the like situation to be able to get it, and mm. then once I have it, 
you can decide. I, I, you don't lose it. You know, yeah. I could then go back for five years and then come back here for a couple, you know? So yeah. it just leaves, lets me go back and forth between two pretty easily. Yeah. And you miss home? Is there, do you, yeah, do you get homesick? Yeah, definitely. Miss, I miss the people more than the actual places. Yeah. So like if friends and family are out here, I wouldn't miss home at all. Yeah. Like there's, I don't really miss, like I miss playing cricket back home, kind of. But I, it's more the people at home I miss rather than, you know, actual home itself. Mm. <laughs> Not only have you um, done some stuff on the field, but you were also a great help off the field this season. Um, what well, can you talk us through some of the the coaching stuff you did? Yeah, I took under an under 11s team. Um, it was good. I've done a little bit of coaching before, but not like a lot. And my experience was just like little kids just joining. Um, but no, I was I was really keen to do it. Um, I like coaching. Uh, kids are great, really good. Parents are great, helped me when I needed it. Um, and yeah, no, it was really good. Um, it was tough. It, I didn't realize how hot it actually gets in the mornings. Mm. Like standing, um, just I don't know what's the what's the place. I'm firing. Oh, where were you? Yeah, um, Brockman. Pack Pines near there. Brockman. Yeah, uh, Pack Pines. A little little pitch. Pack oh, Pines the one, Oval. the one in the the, the one, one next in the, to the tavern. Yeah, yeah. Pack Pines tavern. Uh, Pack Pines Oval, isn't it? Or? Is that what it's called? Mm, I'm no, not sure. Right. Just that little that ground. Fine. I remember standing there, like in the morning, yeah. no hat, no sun cream, just <laughs> melting. Yeah. Like, but yeah, no, it was, it was a good experience. I definitely learned a fair bit from that. And mm-hmm. um, me and Harry are doing 14s next year. Cool. So that should be good. That should be. Yeah. I'm trying to coach that year old. Then. Yeah, a bit more skill development. Yeah, it should be interesting. Because like you can actually, I feel with 11s, it was good, but there's a limit to how much drill wise you can do. And, you know, you always wonder, are they listening? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully with fourteen no. you'll be able to tell if they're listening, if they're taking anything in. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely up for that. Yeah. And you're always happy to help out Dave and Sam with whatever project they're working on. Yeah. I see down here working on the wicked. Yeah, or... they'll debate how much help I actually have. <laughs> no, I feel like I owe the club a lot. Definitely owe Dave a lot. Mm. So why not? I'm not doing anything else half the time, so maybe yeah. I'll come down and help out around the club. Yeah. All right, time to get into our throwdowns, Dickie. These are five questions that we ask all of our guests. Um, you won't have a huge pool of players to pull from, but um, just do your best. So the first one, uh, try and keep it Hawk-centred if you can. So who is the best player that you think you've played with at the Hawks? Uh... Most of our guests are prepared for this because they're big fans of the Yeah, of the D- Dickie, cast. clearly not, but that's all right. We'll <laughs> let him off. <laughs> Do it just one. You can oh, do a couple. But, but, so batting wise, I love I love the way Caleb goes about his batting. Mm-hmm. I think he's very professional. Bats well, give himself time. Uh, bowling wise, I think Harry bowls really well. Movement and pace. So yeah. Yep. Mm. Right. Fielding. I do remember Paul Baird actually when I uh, was talking to him very early about you. He said that you were one of the. He knew straight away from your first training session that you were a. A gun fielder. Oh, that's um, nice. So that's nice. He, he sprayed me first game I played with him. <laughs> yeah. He, that, so that's all part of the world. We were, to the Hawks. We, were at, we were at Alberton. And I think Anna must have been bowling. Yeah. Blog steps back. Back foot punches went to the boundary. Yeah. I'm, I'm a deep cover. And it's coming quick. I go down to long oh, yeah. Nah, yeah. Pick it up. Yeah. He doesn't like the long. Then oh, I, I threw it in and he came up to me and said, 
we don't long barrier in Australia. No, no, don't, don't worry. <laughs> I've had that many a time. Like, I'm a long barrier man and uh, it did. Attack yeah. the ball. Yeah, it was like, but, but there's a situation where you attack the ball and there's a situation where you don't. No, but it was like a lumpy Albert and I was like, I'm not going to wing around and pick it up one hand. Throw it over the top. Uh, oh, that's yeah, right. I can relate to that. <laughs> My point was, is there someone uh, fielding or keeping that really stands out to you? Uh, Jack's a real good keeper. Yes. Yeah. Against Runaway B, he took a really good leg side something against Rick standing up stuff. So that was wow. superb. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jack Baird's got a good pair of hands, man. Yeah. Uh, yep. Ryan, actually, I forgot about Ryan. Ryan's a good fielder in close. Mm-hmm. He gets long arms to the ball every time. <laughs> so. Um yeah. Is, was there a player that you played against last year that stood out as like, oh, wow, that's, that guy is uh, not bad, bowling or batting-wise? What, the opposition? Oh, yeah. Opposition, yep. Um, yeah, the two blokes at Runaway Bay who I think played Dolphins and they just took the game away from it. It was Sunday cricket mm-hmm. and they just took the game away from us so easily. Like just remember one, I can't remember who was bowling, but it was Pacer and he just, boom, straight driven in for six. Like, <laughs> I was like, you know, it was class. Yeah. I think that's all I can remember from now. Yeah, that's, that's right. What about a funniest memory you had? I'm sure you had plenty of good times off the field. Do you have a funniest one? On the field. On the field or off the field? It can be uh, both. Camping was pretty good. Sam nearly killed me. Oh, Tell us so. that story. Uh, um, we were on the Walla River and, you know, we were doing tubing. Um, there was big boys, like, in the water. And I didn't see him. I don't know why. And he'd just taken a wide turn. I was looking in, like, I don't know, I don't know measurements too well, but close to it, <laughs> before I had to jump off quick, but yeah, that was that, scary that actually, you, you, you said at the start that you, you, you love boats and stuff, yeah. but you don't like the water. water. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I mean, I'm confused. Yeah, I don't mind being on the water. Okay, but, but you don't like being in the water. Yeah, well, I mean, not in Australia. Yeah. Because why would... I mean, the water's not nice temperature, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's not worth the risk. <laughs> so what is this? Shark, shark, so this, is, yeah. this is what it's about. It's, okay. the, fear, it's the fear factor. Oh, um, I mean, we're getting to the bottom of something. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you be? Um, <laughs> if you, if, if it happens, tax, it happens. Shark attacks every other day. We've all got to go Maybe. down somewhere. <laughs> yeah. what, a, what an Aussie way to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, look. Is um, that a perception that you brought over before you came here? Well, yeah, because I'd watch like Deadly Shark Attacks in Australia. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you do hear it on the news and you watch like videos of crocodiles flipping kayaks over and eating people. And like, what videos are you watching? I'll show you on YouTube. All right. All right. That sounds good. Um, look, we best move on. Was there a favourite win last year? So, a particularly good win that's. Alberton win was good. Sam pumping two sixes into Canefields. <laughs> Second against Bonoban. Oh, that yes. was a pretty good win. Yeah, yeah. First had their bye game. So they're all down here watching it. That was, that was probably the most memorable win. Mm, yeah. I didn't have much to do in that game. Was, yeah, was, uh, oh, I, I don't think anyone with the back, other than maybe Berkey, did, had yeah. much to talk about. I took a quick catch. So that was, oh, that's beautiful. I'll take, I'll take it. First yeah. one, only one of the season, I think. And you go down? <laughs> Huh? Any drop catches there? Or? Uh, that same game, but it was a no ball. Ah, doesn't so, happen. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not counting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's fair. Um, all right, Dickie, well, what, uh, what, what's made you stay, mate? What do you love about the Hawks? What keeps you coming back? Um, definitely just people. I mean, as I said, from first day, they've just been amazing. Like they, from the moment I arrived here, um, I think from what I've heard, um, imports are probably a bit different from other imports that we may have had. Um, but no, yeah, it was definitely just 
Levine's, I don't know, just supportive uh, on and off the field, definitely. Um, social Hub, they, you know, include me and everything. You know, they want me to join in and stuff, so, which is, oh, can't ask for much more than that. And, you know, Australia's not a bad place, so. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Dickie. Thanks for your time, mate. We appreciate your what you bring to the club. Um, we're stoked to have you here and stoked to have you staying, so thanks so much for your time. Cheers, boys. Thanks, thanks. Dickie. Really, really great chat with uh, with Dicky. It's cool to see such a such a young man uh, make a pretty tough decision to you know seek adventure in a completely different country. And although stuff didn't go great for him on the field, uh, there's no doubt his contributions off the field have been really appreciated. Um, and yeah, I, I meant it when I said I was happy that he's sticking around. He's a he's a great addition to our club. Yeah, no, he's definitely been. Uh... Yeah, been one of, well, I think our best probably import in a lot of ways that we've had. And uh, yeah, good to have him uh, back again for season 2021. And uh, hopefully that can be a more uh, fruitful season for himself on the field too. But uh, nonetheless, uh, yeah, great to catch up with him. And uh, look, uh, next week on the Hawkeyes, we will chat to, uh, this will be, uh, I think, a popular one. He's always entertaining. Uh, the big man, Dean Croft, is a bit of what he, uh, he, he had to say. Was on uh, 97 mm-hmm. with four balls to go. Um, so, so I said, Do you want to know how many you are? And he says, No, nah, no. Nah. I said, Well, you're 97, you might not get this chance again. <laughs> so I'm going to so he hit the first one down to deep long on, and I charged off like it was Carl Lewis, and I took <laughs> off, and I, I um, come back for the second and made it easily. Yeah. You know, relive the glory years. So <laughs> Joel's on 99 with three balls to go. So I'm ready to take off. Next ball, he just pats it straight down the wicket. I nearly run myself out because I was just running and he's yeah. just blocked it back to the bowler. So all good. Uh, second last ball, he's uh, the bloke gave him a full toss and he just hit it straight down the ground for a single. So uh, that was his 100. Um, big moment, big moment. Uh, then I had to face my last, first, last ball, yeah. first and last ball of the innings. and. <laughs> Got a full banger, got a full banger, and all I could do is bottom edge it down for a single. And uh, I actually commented, it's pretty hard to face a ball when you've got tears streaming in your face. <laughs> well, that one will be coming out Monday. Until then, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>